We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello there, Jesse Friedman, and hello, hello to all of you guys. Welcome into another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as Eddie Johnson's co-worker. What? That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, I've already introduced him, but this guy's the Thunderstick and my vice mayor, the one and only Jesse Friedman. Eddie Johnson makes Saul Bookman look so short. Oh, and Eddie and he dwarfs it, Jesse. Jesse looks like yeah, a very he does. small he man. Does. I, didn't, I didn't like actually walk next to like i wanted to avoid any situation which i was standing directly next to he him he stayed 10 feet away from him at all times i it did was impressive. but but he did stand directly next to saul bookman and yeah. it was it was a sight yeah. to behold it so. was it was really good it was really good <laughs> and he's really good it's a pleasure to work with a legend like that of course this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings sportsbook app these guys over here america's top rated sportsbook app uh, and i'm going to give you some fun DraftKings pick of the week later in the show but we have some fun things to talk about when it comes to a lackluster uh, baseball Hall of Fame ballot. Uh, the Hall of Fame vote for 2023 is right around the corner. Uh, and you could say the ballot is lacking big names. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to immediately insult anybody on the ballot. I, I will give my choices of people on the ballot. But I feel like we got we we are now at a point where there's almost like due to due to the steroids and the performance enhancing drug yeah. kind of scandal. That like we are like void of the true stars right now that should be receiving their flowers in this moment. It's going to be great when all of the steroid guys are no longer like we don't have to have these conversations anymore because it it just gets really old. I mean, obviously, I mean, this year is kind of a big step forward in that regard and that, you know, Clemens, Schilling, Bonds, those guys are no longer on the ballot. So we don't have to talk about them anymore like we've been doing for the last decade. But there are still other guys on this ballot that, you know, carry their their respective baggage with regard to PEDs, right? You've got Alex Rodriguez here. You've got Manny Ramirez. There's a whole bunch of guys. Gary Sheffield, the list goes on. Correct. Um, so we're still not done having those conversations. But at the very least, we're having them more so about different players than, than we have <laughs> than the been, ones the, we've been already in discussing. Yeah. I just can't talk about Barry Bonds anymore in the Hall of Like, I'm just so tired of having that conversation. He, he should point. be in the Hall of Fame period, and that's how. And that's, and that's it. That's and it. I just I wish mean, it was done. <laughs> well, and I think that's the thing is, like, when you go through this period of time where now you've kind of disqualified the best players in the game, whether they were actually guilty of something or not, of being unworthy to be in your Hall of Fame due to this exterior reason, then, I mean, you're going to have this kind of void. Ben in the chat says A-Rod is a huge name. Uh, A-Rod is absolutely one of the biggest yeah. names the in the The newcomers class. are not not 
huge names. The but there are, there are, are not. names on the ballot that are big names. Also, yeah. the guys that are closest right now to getting in aren't really huge names. It's not to, yeah. again, take anything away from the incredible careers Scott Rowland, Todd Helton, and Billy Wagner have all had. But these guys just aren't needle movers, I think, for a lot of people who aren't true baseball fans. People know a lot about Scott Rowland, especially in the, you know, Philadelphia area. He's, he's a god there. Todd Helton is kind of the same in Colorado, right? These are guys that it's nothing to take away from their career, what they meant to their franchise, but it just feels like we don't have um, the creme de la creme, if you will, of baseball players from this era making it in due to one reason or another. But the 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 other returnees from last year are there's there's, you know, guys in there that may or may not deserve. There could be an argument uh, being made for them. But uh, Alex Rodriguez, I'll say, is one of the guys I, I think should be voted in. That's my personal feeling on yeah. it. What about you? I, I probably would as well. Um, I don't think Alex Rodriguez is going to make it in. <laughs> yeah. But I would probably be in the minority that that would give him my vote. On on guys like Scott Rowland, though, I mean, he doesn't carry the, you know, the type of baggage that Alex Rodriguez does. Correct. But, yeah, he also doesn't have the career numbers that, that Alex Rodriguez does. I still would vote for Scott Rowland. Uh, I think if anyone gets elected in 2023, it's probably going to be Scott Rowland. I, I don't know if anyone else has a super realistic shot this year. Uh, Scott Rowland was at about 62%, I believe, uh, in last year's ballot. So he's inching close to that 75% marker that you need. Mm -hmm. Um I I don't know. I like Scott Rowland. I don't think this should be as complicated as we're making it. Part of that, I will acknowledge, is that I am an analytics guy, right? And, and the analytics make Scott Rowland look better than a traditionalist baseball fan probably would, right? Or at least would, would perceive him to be. He hit yeah. 281, you know, 316 career home runs. That's not that many. Um, you know, the counting numbers just aren't necessarily, they don't completely blow you away. He, he did beat, you know, the 2000 hit marker, but not by very much. Um, so some of the traditional stats don't look that great, but looking at some of the other stuff, I would, I would have Scott rolling on my ballot with, with quite a bit of confidence. There's guys like that. I think kind of throughout the, throughout the ballot that you could make a case for, but you kind of have to specifically look at one aspect of their career. First of all, Andrew Jones should be in the Hall of Fame just for creating Drew Jones, right? We can get that <laughs> out of the way. He, his hand in his creation is enough to say that that man belongs enshrined in Cooperstown. But, That's I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. I, that might be the best the best case for, right. for Andrew Jones. He yeah. is also a 10-time <laughs> gold glover. He's a five-time All-Star. Uh, he had an incredible season in 2005 where he led the league in, like, everything. Uh, and, I mean, again, he is just a guy that uh, – there's not there's not a lot of accolades there as far as championships and things go. Sure. But there's, you know, there's there's a long career where he was pretty damn good throughout his, you know, throughout his career. However, then you look at his career batting's, you know, line and is is what he slashed and and some of his statistics and yeah, it's not and it almost goes for a lot of these guys where like there's always there almost seems to be a way to poke holes more in the case for them to be in the Hall of Fame more so than to to create a good case for them to be in. Yeah. And maybe we're just getting too nitpicky. Like you said, maybe it's just too analytical. Maybe we're always looking for not all... enough analytics. I don't is what, know. Is what you mean. That's what you <laughs> that's what you think. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, there is quite a few guys on here that I personally think do belong in, in the Hall of Fame. But like you said, Manny Ramirez, how do you not 
you know, how do you not hold him accountable the same way you've held guys that have uh, a bigger impact on the game than him um, accountable? Yeah. But, you know, like Damon and I were talking about before the show started. Meanwhile, you have Big Poppy, David Ortiz, who has tested positive in his career for performance enhancing drugs, kind of came clean about it. And everybody loves him and everybody wants him in the Hall of Fame. And there's few people that, you know, have a bad thing to say about about David Ortiz. Maybe part of that is because so many of these guys didn't really serve a punishment for uh, their performance enhancing drug accusations or whatever. Meanwhile, you know, he did. I don't know. I just love uh, kind of the duality sometimes about the guys that are in and that that people are okay with just because they kind of like them versus guys (laughs) that aren't, you know, super likable, like maybe an A-Rod or maybe a Barry Bonds that people don't personally like as much. You said the new crop, though, of the guys being added, definitely. J.J. Hardy. Uh, wait, Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo <laughs> yeah, is on the Hall go. of Fame ballot. So former Arizona Diamondback, Bronson Arroyo. Uh, I don't think he's going to be the next Arizona Diamondback voted in. Uh, I, I don't think his case is going to be strong yeah, enough. His, his case isn't uh, so great. Carlos Beltran and Jacoby Ellsbury also. Jacoby Ellsbury. Carlos Beltran's interesting because he probably has the numbers for it, but yeah. uh, he did a bad, bad thing a few years ago in Houston. Um uh, based on you know the reporting, I'm sure you all have seen it. He was basically at the center of the Houston Astros scandal with the the trash can, uh, that whole deal. Um, so I think that works against him quite a bit, and I suspect that will keep him out of the Hall of Fame when when all is said and done. Um, but you know we don't we don't know that necessarily for sure yet. But he, I mean, he had a heck of a career. I think the numbers probably are in his favor. Uh, Brett Johnson says also a friendly reminder that A Rod posted a career. One hundred and seventeen point six. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. People just draw the line in different places with different players. It seems like as exactly. far as what they're willing to accept and not. And I know a Rod. You know, there's quite a bit to that story there. But um, yeah, I mean, that's just my that's just my perspective on those things. I just kind of err on the side of a Rod was insane. I mean, he was an insanely yeah. good baseball player. Yeah. Even if you take those things away, I think he's still a pretty darn good baseball player who probably easily makes the Hall of Fame when all is said and done. It's just wild that we use this reason, especially when you consider like that that a lot of these guys were never actually like, like actually caught, caught of a crime yeah. in any way. I know it's a crazy analogy, but it would just be like if 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 you accuse someone of, of a crime and you told everybody they did it and everybody just believed you, but there was zero evidence that they actually did it other yeah. than you were like, they're very capable of, of that thing. <laughs> and I, and based on the way that they go into that bank, I think they ro- I think that's the guy that robbed the bank. I you mean, I think I mean? the like, case in most of these situations is pretty, pretty dang solid. Like, I know, but I know. you're right. Like not all these guys have, you know, solid, like testing evidence of, of drug usage, but um, but yeah, Carlos but they found a laboratory is, where they changed their blood out for no reason at all, like an oil change in a car, you know, but whatever, that's fine. You know, but, uh, yeah, I, I say, uh, Alex Rodriguez, uh, is definitely in, I don't know about a lot of these other guys though. Uh, there's, there's plenty of good baseball players on this list, but again, it's, it's, it's the great ones that really should be in the hall of fame. And I mean, I don't know when you go through some of the people who are in the hall of fame, I'm sure a lot of these guys have better numbers than those people. So there's, there's just so much. Uh, so much nuance to to people's votes when it comes to that. Yeah, uh, our friend Josh Rowich is, of course, the president of of the Baseball Hall of Fame, and we would love to get him 
in here to get his thoughts on this once this whole thing yeah uh, goes down so maybe we'll see where what what his availability is but uh in the meantime let's play a ridiculously early game of predictions uh and give our guesses on who will actually be the next d-backs player oh my gosh to make the hall of fame jesse (laughs) Uh, i knew you were going to ask me something like this when you when you decided that we were going to put drew jones's face Uh uh, on on our on our thumbnail with a headline of Hall of Fame something or yeah, other. Yeah, hey, no, I'm saying Joe, Jones it for a legend. That's a good name. Here's the thing. When it comes to the Diamondbacks, uh, of course, you have the current roster, guys that are on the field right now that we might think are capable of having a Hall of Fame-worthy career. Or we could be looking at the future guys that are kind of untested. A lot of the prospects that we're going to talk about here in a moment when it comes to the Diamondbacks and how fortunate they are with their youth movement, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. And, and uh, of course I'm going to say uh, Zach Gallen. Okay. I'm going to say Zach Gallen. Uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to go as far as pick Drew Jones just yet. Uh, but I, I would say <laughs> Zach Gallen to me would be the next player. Now, whether or not Zach Gallen does go to the hall of fame. And if he does, if he's wearing a Diamondbacks Jersey, just to throw some, oh, uh, here just, we go. Just throw some gas on that fire. Uh, Brett Johnson says easily Goldie. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about gold. I'm talking about guys on the current team, um, not guys that have played for this team uh, before. And it could be a guy, of course, like I said, that isn't here yet. So, Jesse, give some sort of wild <laughs> prediction as to who you think is already Hall of Fame worthy. I think Brett said uh, Corbin Carroll first ballot uh, oh, yeah, earlier first in the ballot. comments. Yeah, point. without a doubt. So, uh, this is the most ridiculous exercise, I know. but I will. I, <laughs> I know. I will entertain you and and say that uh, I think people view Drew Jones as being the kind of guy who doesn't have any clear weaknesses, right? Like he's basically good at everything. Um, and I would say even maybe more so to to that extent than maybe a guy like Corbin Carroll, who uh, we talked about it yesterday. Baseball America is giving him a sixty. On you know for power on the twenty to eighty scouting scale, which yes. seems really bullish because yeah. I don't know if yeah. Corbin Carroll has <laughs> as much raw power as maybe people think he he will. Drew Jones is not like that necessarily. He's a slimmer kid right now, but there's a lot of projectability there. I think he could be the kind of guy who hits you know thirty home runs someday. I don't think that's an outrageous thing to to think that could happen. And I mean, Andrew Jones hit fifty three home runs if I'm not mistaken with the Atlanta Braves. He didn't do that every year. Um, but you know, 2005, he he did. And, and so I think if you're just kind of looking at, okay, which, which D backs up and coming players have like the assortment of tools that could line up with that sort of career where you don't really have any weaknesses. Like you can, you can be durable. You can do it for a long time. You can age well, which I think a player with Drew Jones's skill set would, um, I think it's outrageous to be talking about him in the Hall of Fame at this point. I want to make that clear. But Derek's making me pick someone. So there's uh, there's your answer. There you go. There you go. You heard it. Jesse, credited journalist, said that Drew Jones <laughs> will, in fact, be in the Hall of Fame one day. You heard it here. Uh, Raider but, Hawk Media says Evan Longoria Hall yeah, of Fame. He's been drinking. Raider Hawk, Evan Longoria is today? not going to be a Hall of Famer. But I appreciate the comment because Evan Longoria has had a better career than people give him credit You're for. You're absolutely right. He has had, I mean, he's almost at 60 war for his yep. career, which is like not a – I mean – there are guys who who get in the Hall of Fame, you know, with with that kind of a number. I don't think Longoria is going to be one of them, but uh, the D-backs are getting sort of a legend here. Um, obviously, he did most of his damage early in his career, not as much of late. But 
he's had a a pretty incredible really go for 15 plus seasons now. Well, speaking of crazy, ridiculously early predictions, uh, our f- friends over at Bleacher Report put out an article uh, with far too early predictions about this year's trade deadline uh, and who they could see moved uh, from different teams. And according to this article, they predicted that the D-backs will trade first baseman Christian Walker. Oh, we're just deadline. going crazy with this outrageous speculation today, just aren't we? Wild speculation <laughs> with zero to go. I, I hate this so much. I hated it so much when I read it. Um, so I guess I just wanted to ask, uh, you know, they, they gave their cases for why Christian Walker could continue to ascend from his season last year and how his value could essentially be at the highest that it that it's ever been by the trade deadline. Hmm. So I, while I do like that, again, I do hate the idea of trading a guy when he's playing his best baseball. So uh, yeah. does it make any sense to trade Christian Walker and who the hell would play first base if they did do that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you answered the I think you answered your own question. <laughs> what are you going to do at first base if Christian Walker isn't yeah. on this baseball team? I mean, yeah. you could you could start Paven Smith there, but I don't know if anyone is necessarily you know expecting Paven Smith to be a five war player like like Christian Walker was last year. Uh, the D-backs did consider, at least according to reports, trading him at this year's trade deadline, um, which was, I mean, honestly, pretty crazy to, to hear. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I think it's possible that that the Diamondbacks are, you know, willing to listen at the at the very least. Am I getting confused? That was last year's trade deadline, wasn't it? Yes. Okay, I'm yeah. getting like like this year, last year. Yeah. We just changed the calendar, so it's got, it's getting me all messed up. I mean, 2021, not 2022. Right. Uh, but not that long ago, Christian Walker um, was. Oh, wait, no, no, I was right. Yes. Christian Walker in 2021 was not the type You're of player you trade. With yourself here, I'm pal. arguing with myself. <laughs> no, I said it right originally. 2022, Christian Walker. Uh, the D-backs at least were considering making a move. Um, in that regard, but they didn't. And I think they're probably glad that they didn't because yeah. this team appears to be kind of pushing the chips in right now. And if Christian Walker wasn't here, it, it wouldn't really make a whole lot of sense uh, to to have made that move. So uh, I am the Larry says, I think they should extend Walker. We agree with you there. Uh, and also, I think that uh, there's a lot of talk about the Hispanic Titanic in here, Ivan Melendez. Uh, who, of course, are we, are we putting him in the Hall of Fame? Now yes, too? let's all let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Hall of Famer Ivan Melendez. Let's he go. has the nickname for it. He does. He, absolutely he, really, does. he has a Hall of Fame worthy nickname. He that's does. For sure. <laughs> uh, of course, we thank you guys for being here in the chat. Uh, we always appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't done so already, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications like so you don't miss any of our shows, including the brand new show with Saul Bookman and our new co-worker, Eddie Johnson, who's texting me and Jesse right now. This is wild. I still can't get over <laughs> that. But uh, make sure to do all of that. Sign up for notifications. Uh, hit the like button. That's our favorite part. Uh, in fact, Eddie says that he won't come back. If you don't hit the like button all the time on all of our shows, he specifically said it about his show, but I think what he meant was all the shows all the time. So hit that like button. Uh, all, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, please subscribe to us there. Uh, sign up for notifications or leave us a review. Sorry, leave us a review. Do that uh, so we know how you feel about the show. And, and if you haven't done so already, make sure to grab yourself a diehard membership. Not only will you get a free piece of merchandise from our phnxlocker.com every year, you will also get 20% off all other purchases at the phnxlocker.com. You will get discounts with our partners. You will get access to our members-only Discord, which is the best place to be in Arizona sports fans. And, of course, you get access to Jesse's uh, diehard-only pieces, along with Gerald and Craig, all of our wonderful writers. Uh, don't miss out on any of that. Uh, any 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 previews on what your next diehard piece might be about? Yeah, we have another one coming in the very, very near future. Um, this will be about Jake McCarthy 
and doing a little bit of a deep dive into the numbers and uh, kind of figuring out what happened in the second half of the season and how Jake McCarthy went from being like this fifth outfielder guy to suddenly being, you know, like a cornerstone moving forward. So we're going to look at the numbers and see what see what StatCast has to say about uh, Jake McCarthy's breakout year. Uh, well, if you uh, make sure to follow along with us, we will be uh, talking about all of our different uh, partners, our apps and stuff. But grab the Underdog Fantasy app now. Uh, Underdog Fantasy does daily fantasy sports differently. Get ready for baseball season. Uh, of course, we're we are riding with pitch counts this season. Don't listen to Jesse. You guys ride with me on pitch counts. We'll make <laughs> some cold, hard cash. You can also do so by hanging out with your friends on the, da- uh, the daily fantasy sports uh, underdog fantasy app and drafting a team against your friends. You can also win cash doing that as well. Uh, have, have had a blast, uh, not only with the in-office experiences, but uh, again, when we, when we ride around here at PHNX, we ride together, uh, on the underdog fantasy app. So it's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app, sign up with promo code PHNX and underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. Uh, Jesse, yesterday we talked about the D backs prospects, making it uh, very high, on Baseball America's top 100 list, uh, they had five prospects in in the top 30, and we just wanted to kind of pay a little bit more attention as to why uh, ba- Baseball America and other outlets are are coveting these prospects as as highly as we do. We love them because we know they're the future of this team, and we know how good these guys can be. But it it is very interesting to see again, as Jesse mentioned, the high percentage of prospects that the Diamondbacks have in the top 30. It's it's Quite unlikely, in fact, for any team to have that many. And you gotta you gotta credit first Mike Hazen for obviously building towards this point where you know the youth, uh, the future of this team is is with these young guys that are, are elite quality prospects. The biggest. Uh, so we talked yesterday about Corbin Carroll's sixty grade uh, power tool, which is oh, yeah. which is insane. Uh, I'm looking at some of the other guys. Baseball America has Gabby Moreno as a seventy hit tool which is very impressive again if you're not too familiar with the 20 to 80 scale 70s are not given out often it's it's the top of the top um so that's i mean that's a really a really insane number and it just speaks to the fact that moreno hit over 300 you know in his minor league career at 319 um this past year in his brief stint with toronto i think there are some questions about how much of his power will translate that's something he's kind of been more conservative about in in recent years uh, where he's he's seems to be especially in two strike counts Mike Hazen pointed this out when I asked about it in two strike counts he becomes very hitterish he's not really looking to drive the ball um, but he does have in terms of raw power uh, Hazen and a number of other evaluators say the raw power is is there it's not a question of like oh Moreno is built you know like a like a slap hitter type like he has the size for it it's just that he hasn't really prioritized that in his hitting approach at this point. Um, whereas, you know, his hit tool is just is just off the charts insane. So even if that power never does come, uh, you know, a 70 in, in the hit category, that's the type of, you know, you're talking about a 300 plus batting average potentially, um, which is something that you just don't ever see catchers do, frankly, at, at this point. So uh, pretty, pretty crazy number there. There's something about Gabby Moreno to be said, too. He, he's ranked number... 12 on the 12th on this list right which that's fine but in july of 2022 he was ranked number one and i know these lists fluctuate i know the time that he spent in major league baseball that's true yeah baseball america i think they were the ones who had him there baseball america had him as the number one prospect in all baseball so 
When you pair that with the fact that Corbin Carroll has been listed at number one on a lot of lists as well, uh, you know, you you basically have the number one prospect from last year and the number one prospect from this year, both with the same organization. And that, of course, is something that does not happen. It just teams aren't able to acquire this high of prospects, you know, because you really don't know where prospects are going to rank or how, you know, uh, people like us and, and people that do this uh, uh, are going to feel about them, are going to rank them. I, I will often say, like, all of this is just somewhat meaningless. It's somewhat meaningless because these guys have not proven themselves at a major league level yet, and that's really what remains to be seen. But if you if you want to be excited about the direction that this organization is going, this this is it. And I feel like this was the plan the whole time. They yeah. might not be able to keep up with teams like the Dodgers and the Padres when it comes to spending, but they might be able to outmaneuver them when it comes to acquiring young talent. And as we've talked about, when it comes to contracts and things like that, young talent on, on a baseball team are kind of are kind of tied to that team for years before they can break free and become a free agent. So it, it feels like the right move for a team like the Diamondbacks that aren't going to spend nearly as much money as their NL West rivals. Brett said, what was Carson Kelly's hit tool rated as when we traded for him? That's a fascinating question. Um, I'm looking at his scouting report from 2018. So this was like the year before the Diamondbacks acquired Carson Kelly. He was a highly touted prospect in the St. Louis Cardinals organization. Uh, coming into 2018, he was there. I mean, this might have been at the end of 2018. He was their third ranked prospect behind only Alex Reyes, uh, right? The recently DFA'd Alex Reyes That's that right. we talked about. Uh, Jack Flaherty, who's had some injury issues, was a phenomenal pitcher uh, for a time there. And then Carson Kelly is number three. He had a 50 uh, hit tool, 50 power, 20 run. Which is the lowest it could possibly be. That's that's uh, that's kind of funny. Nobody ever accused Carson <laughs> Kelly of being the fastest guy out there. Um, he had a sixty arm, sixty five field, so very very good numbers yeah. on on a field on the fielding front. And I should also point out that Baseball America has Moreno at a sixty field and sixty arm. So so not only are you looking at a plus defensive catcher according to Baseball America, but you're looking at a catcher who has not only a, an insane hit tool just in general, but like like catchers don't catchers don't have catchers don't have 60 great hit tools much less 70 uh like like that's just insane positionally i think ben pointed that out in the comments as well so uh it's it's pretty wild what baseball america is seeing here with with gabby moreno now the next step for the diamondbacks is uh if they want to follow a blueprint you know do pay very close attention to what the braves are doing and if these guys can perform at this level Let's let's keep these guys part yeah. of the organization. Moreno's young time. enough where like you're always a little worried about extending catchers like past a certain age, but Moreno's young enough where you yeah. probably could yeah. make a pretty good case for that. Now, ranked right behind Moreno is Jordan Lawler, who Jesse spoke to uh, Nick Ahmed, and Nick talked about working with with Jordan, and he had very positive things to say about uh, Jordan Lawler and and even some of the struggles that we saw defensively in the Arizona Fall League. It seemed like a lot of it isn't. It's it, it's not that the uh, it's not that the athleticism or the talent isn't there. It just might be a thing of of getting reps and playing professional games and kind of getting that you know that throw just ingrained in your mind and, yeah. and not thinking about it because you might be kind of overthinking it a bit right now. Yeah, yeah. It sounded like kind of a kind of a mental thing is uh, is what Nick made it sound like, and that is something that that you know we noticed watching Jordan Lawler out in in the fall league. It's like. Wow, he looks rangy. You know, he's athletic. Yeah. He's super athletic. 
Um, but for some reason, he's just not getting much zip on these throws. And it, and according to what Nick said, it's less of an arm strength issue and more of just kind of a mental, like you're thinking about this too much yeah. sort of issue, yeah. which Double is fair. Or, you know, doing yeah. stuff like where you're just- Yeah, which is fair for a guy, you know, drafted in, in the first round. Some had him as the highest ranked prospect in that draft class. So uh, there were some expectations coming in. And, you know, I, I can imagine that might have some effect on um, on his psyche as he, you know, is kind of in the early stages of his pro career here. Rounding out uh, the final five prospects that we talked about yesterday is Drew Jones, future Hall of Famer, as Jesse attested to, and Brandon Fott, which we 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 could go into for hours about Brandon Fott, but Jesse summarized all of that in a wonderful video that you can watch on the PHN Exports YouTube channel that gives you all of the reasons why you should be excited about Brandon Fott. But Drew Jones is kind of interesting because you brought up all of the reasons why, again, we should be excited about him a little earlier. But he really is a unique talent that a lot of people are very excited about. And uh, he's kind of the, the weird thing about how high he's rated right now is he hasn't played baseball yet. So, like, obviously he's played it at an amateur level, but we haven't seen him play professional baseball yet. So yeah. <laughs> it's it's weird for them to think so highly of him without even seeing him on the field uh, at a professional yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, and these these numbers are insane. So Baseball America, Drew Jones, a 60-hit tool, very, very good. That's a plus-hit tool. Uh, 55 power, so above-average power, 70 run, 70 field, <laughs> and then 60 arm. And that's uh, that's why, you know, if you're if you're pointing a gun at my head and saying I have to pick the future Hall of Famer from the from this current Diamondbacks organization, said it again. The, <laughs> those <laughs> those numbers are are crazy. And you don't see those numbers put on guys very often they, where every single tool about that, especially a guy like him that hasn't had that time yet, at a, even at a minor league level. Like, right. They just don't go out and rate them that highly when they're still just such a young, inexperienced player. And I've seen some some evaluators seem more maybe higher on Drew Jones's power than his hit tool. It seems like like Baseball America has a 60 for hit, 55 for power. Um, so I think that's sort of up in the air. Like, is this, a, you know, is it more of a, a hit over power profile or the other way around? I don't know if we, we necessarily have a read on that yet. But either way, neither of them projects as a significant weakness. So, you know, even if Drew Jones does hit, 230 or 240 you know his his dad didn't always hit for super high batting averages but you can have a lot of value when you're as fast as he is and you're as good of a center field uh defender as he projects to be not to mention the fact that he has been a baseball player since since he was born you know? yeah instantly right out of the womb yeah. <laughs> like right out of the womb he just came out <laughs> catching fly balls you know um but it's it's again these these uh i don't think it's a fluke that there's this many prospects from the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, on this list. I think it was intentional within the organization on acquiring this talent. I think that's the reason why you parted ways with a guy that meant so much to this team that Dalton Varsho meant. We talked again to Nick Ahmed yesterday, and to hear him talk about Varsh, they're not they're not happy about this. Like he, <laughs> he, he's he's trying to you know he's trying to see it as a business move, but these guys uh, they they were close with Dalton Varsho and. Yeah, you don't just part ways with somebody that is uh, has as high of a war as he did. If you don't believe in trying to essentially acquire younger talent that all is going to have a similar time frame, and you're going to have this kind of like conga line, which Jesse now knows what <laughs> I it know is. What that you is. guys remember that one <laughs> of young talent dancing their way up to the majors. It's very exciting, and I know at times it can be insufferable to be an Arizona Diamondbacks fan. It can feel like 
we're never making any headway or progression. This group of guys, I think, is going to change that. And we are going to start seeing these guys impact baseball games this season. So that's why 2023 is a great reason to get out to the ballpark and watch this team. Of course, the best way to watch a baseball game is on, on some wonderful edibles from our friends at OG's. Uh, not only are they all about flavoring life, but they are all about making uh, sporting events better. And of course, uh, we've talked about their brand new strawberry and cream happy balance ratio. Uh, it's CBD to THC one-to-one ratio, which basically for those that don't tend to like the euphoric feeling that they might get from edibles, which is understandable. Some people uh, really, they just, they, some people just want to feel good, maybe just be in a better mood. And that's what the happy balance can do for you. Uh, strawberries and cream flavor, of course, uh, I already know is fire, uh, but it's hitting the shelves soon. So make sure you can find them at your local dispensary. Must be 21 or over to or older to enjoy and enjoy responsibly. Uh, and of course, uh, speaking of enjoying things responsibly, enjoy our presence responsibly, along with some delicious Four Peaks Brewing Company beers on last Wednesday of every month. Uh, our last Wednesdays are back. Join us out at the 8th Street Pub on January 25th. All of our shows will be out there live and in person throughout the day. We will be hanging out. Uh, Jesse will be earning the nickname Tendies. Again, that's what Totri calls him or Torty. That's what he calls. I think I've already earned that nickname. I don't think I have to do anymore. (laughs) No, you have to. You have to keep up the gimmick. You have to live the gimmick, Jesse. You have to go and eat attendees. I will. You can't even eat something else. Yes. Um, Brett Johnson says, are we going to get a PHNX watch meetup party for a WBC game? We might be doing that. We might be doing something before then for spring training as well, Brett. So uh, keep your stay tuned. Keep your eyes peeled for that. Uh, Also, enjoy $3 beer specials and come say hi to us. More importantly, um, Jesse loves when you do thumbs up on the videos, but he loves it more when you come up to him and do it in person. So everybody <laughs> should do that at the event. And really just as long annoying. as you also do it on the video. Yeah, your, yeah. thumbs, your thumbs up in person means nothing to yeah, me. Yeah, remember, Eddie also... Johnson will not come back if you don't like every one of our videos. So make sure to keep doing that. <laughs> uh, and if you can't join us, make sure to grab some Four Peaks beer anyway. It's the best beer in the valley. Uh, and enjoy responsibly. Must be 21 or over to enjoy. Uh, Jesse, before we get out of here. Uh, it's it's Thursday, and you know what we do on Thursdays. We know what we do on Mondays. We know what every week is around here. But on Thursdays, of course, we get down with the DraftKings pick of the week. And I thought this one was really enjoyable. They have a new season special on DraftKings Sportsbook app. And the season special is for uh, deciding the World Series winner, what division oh, it's going to come out of. Here we go. Uh, what winning league it's going to come out of. <laughs> and like my favorite from last year that I would have totally uh, not won on, the winning state. Uh, but right now... They have a uh, option on the DraftKings Sportsbook app to choose a first-time winner, yes or no. Is it going to be a team that wins the World Series for the first time? And now, honestly, that's, that's interesting. It is interesting because uh, one of the teams, as you may know, that has not won a World Series is the San Diego Padres, mm. who are. I hate to say it. I hate that I'm doing this right now, but there's also the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners, both who haven't won a World Series. So uh, the odds obviously are in favor of yes for first time winner versus no you got a plus 330 for yes and a minus 425 of course there's a good chance it's going to not be a first time winner there's so many good teams out there we know who's favorite who's a favorite to win already i'm going with yes for a first time winner i'm just doing it interesting i think that there's enough contenders out there that it makes it a little exciting and then kind of the padres and then everyone else 
Padres, yeah, and then everyone yeah, else. Like, but the, like the Mariners, Mariners World Series. Hey, like, like I'd, take, hey, I'd maybe hey. take Mariners playoffs. I don't know if I'm taking Mariners World Crazier Series. Crazier things have happened. Texas not, Rangers have done some nice things. Maybe but, the Rockies uh, make a run at it, Jesse. Yeah, the Rockies. Maybe that's the, definitely the maybe team. Our, maybe our, our expansion sister team, the Tampa Bay Rays, win their first World Series. Who knows? But yes, no, Padres, basically I'm the, putting my money on the Padres. You're basically putting know, your money on the Padres, which is probably going to make some people in the chat very angry. I'm but, sure it will. But, I mean – Honestly, not a bad, not a bad bet. It's, uh, not, it's really <laughs> the San, not. The San Diego really Padres <laughs> are with Tatis coming back next year. You know, with Juan Soto, who wasn't honestly that good with the Padres after they acquired him at the trade deadline. He's going to get a full season. I expect he'll probably be better. I think Fangraphs has Juan Soto projected for more war than any other player in baseball, other than I think maybe Shohei Otani. Um, so yeah, I think you're, you're probably going to see a a big year from him as well. Of course you have Manny Machado there in San Diego as well. And you always know that AJ Preller is going to do whatever is needed at the trade deadline to try to push his team to the, to the next level. And, you know, last year was Josh Hader and that didn't look so good for, for a while. (laughs) He didn't pitch so well there for, for a few months, but I think he'll probably bounce back next year too. Yep. Um, This year, this this year. year. This year. Crazy. He's excited for it. He can't wait. But, of course, grab that DraftKings uh, Sportsbook app if you haven't done so already. If you're a new or existing customer, you can take a shot at an even bigger payout right now with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays for the NFL playoffs. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX. If you're a new customer, you can bet $5 on the NFL Divisional Round, and you will get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. With our code of PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And of course, Jesse talked about this season. It's right around the corner. And you know what you know what to do. You can, you can be a season ticket holder. Or you can wait till the last minute and get your tickets on game time. Because you never know what you have going on. You never know if you want to go to a baseball game. Season ticket holders always have to find somebody to take their seat or whatever. Forget all that. Just procrastinate. Wait until the day of that you want to go to a game. And go to game time. Uh, you can save up to 60% when you buy tickets last minute. And, of course, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. It will always be there on every show. So whenever you need to find our game time uh, link, just look up our show either on YouTube or on your favorite podcasting app. And you will get the link uh, directly from there. Jesse's been using game time for years. Uh, I just recently started using game time. And let me tell you, we're both Huge fans. We're huge fans of saving yeah. money. We're huge fans of procrastinating. Let me tell you that. That's the one I was thing we share, very, share like, in common. The best way to attend a sporting event is to do it kind of impulsively. You know? <sighs> He's kind of right about like, that. Like, I don't like... Or even like a concert, like where you're yeah. like, the concert's tonight? I want to go to the concert. And then you just adult up and buy a ticket and go? That's kind of... That's that's wild. Yeah. No, it's like buying a plane ticket on the day you're going to travel. Like, who does yeah, that? yeah. There's like, you just feel that. alive when you do that. You know, it's like yes, this is the way that life is meant to be lived. Growing up, I would never, never buy tickets for really any sporting event like well in advance because then it's just like you know, you if you buy it two weeks in advance, three weeks in advance, or something like that, then you're just like waiting around for two weeks or three let weeks. Me t- okay, like, let me tell you about ugh. how little Jesse likes to wait. It upsets him that he has to make his sandwich for lunchtime in the morning before he comes to work because he doesn't one of feel the most that miserable gratification of eating it in the moment. This man hates the <laughs> fact that he has to wait a mere three or four hours to eat the sandwich he made. And I mean, he doesn't like 
fellow parents, would you tell them about what making fucking food for a kid <laughs> is like that you're never going to cook for yourself? I'm not. Make I'm not. Anything. That's going to that's going to break me because <laughs> making the sandwich for myself is like the most miserable seven minutes of my I day. Know. It's going to be. I don't know how I'm going to do it for oh, someone else oh, and not even get to eat it. Oh, man. Let me tell you. But uh, anyway, we thank you guys again so much for being here. Appreciate you guys being in the chat. Uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. Eddie Johnson is at Jump Shot 8. That's the most important one to follow. Uh, our show is at <laughs> PHNX underscore D-backs. But, of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we love you guys. We appreciate you for being here. On behalf of Damon, Jesse, and myself, we always appreciate your time. Uh, and remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you make it in the Hall of Fame. Ah. <sighs> Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.